Man. Hold on. Another road at. What you looking for? You got another road? Nah. Uh, the pod mic? Oh. No, nah, I ain't got it. Yeah, this is my only pod. I only got one pod mic. No, we're good. <laughs> that's we're just good. the that's just the regular dynamic. It's it's, it's still a it's still a some quality. It's not a pod mic, but it's still a. What are you gonna do when you show up? It's still it's still fucking usable. No way, I'm not. Hey, hey, he did stop and look around like, hey, where's the pod mic at, man? We're we're in a fucking basement. I still haven't even gotten the room together yet. I've been so I've been I've been pinching my pennies together so hard. The room hasn't even come together. I just got fucking ideas. I got I got a fucking re. Uh, recalk my master bathroom. It's actually fun talking on a different microphone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get something different. You yeah, got the, you yeah, got the yeah. little, uh, and I got that, that little boom cover over. Yeah, it. yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, man. So how'd you fall out with the guy, man? This guy, uh, this nigga, this guy got secured a very professional interview from this guy who said he trained Kevin Durant. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That might be why. That <laughs> might be how I didn't was able to keep he, he it. He identified you as somebody that wasn't serious immediately. Kind of. His son's in the field, too. I think that rubbed him a little the wrong way. Like, his son's dang. in what? His son does radio? He wants to. He's going to school for journalism and stuff, and I guess, uh, you, I guess you hear like... He's well, listening to you like, this is what the fuck I'm spending my money on? Exactly. This <laughs> is what $35,000 like a year is getting funneled to. This is what 35 fucking grand a year. <laughs> and some asshole went out and bought a couple microphones this fucking douchebag i'm in <laughs> this is what my son is gonna be fucking doing oh man but um i didn't not, get that's the thing this, this is the worst part too we're going hot and i didn't even listen to it. i still didn't listen i, I got the backup now you're fine uh, i went to a i went to a cabin for a weekend and shroomed out and i just kind of <laughs> lost track of time like i lost two whole days i, I want the skinny on that that sounds super fun man um, that shit bruh <sighs> These well, niggas. Well, let me wrap him up with a bow real quick. Yeah, just, yeah, just yeah. Long, just long story short, that dude. Bonus uh, content. Not that we're necessarily falling out or beefing. Uh, it's just one of those silent things where we're where we've mutually said we're done with each other without <laughs> saying the actual like, all right, we're no longer going to collaborate. So he hits me up. Uh, no, I hit him up. Uh, told him, yeah, great, thanks, uh, appreciate having you. He said part two. I say yeah. Uh, I they always him. want the part two. I hear Every, everybody part. wants the part two, dude. When they hear it and they're just like, "Yo," they have no idea just the power of this rollcaster. Yeah, when people hear it and they're just like, "Yo," I sound like I'm on nine eighty. This just sounds professional yeah. as a motherfucker. <laughs> I'm on ESPN nine eighty, man. Um, so he hits me part two. I'm like, "Yeah." I hit him on the night that I was available for part two. He was not. Um, and then we just start tagging, man. He hit me. I'm just yeah, that's like, scheduling conflict. And then yesterday was kind of the nail in it. Uh, he invited me out to a practice at the Suitland, uh, at the Suitland gym, and told him I could make it. Sent him a uh, text message and let him know couldn't make it, <laughs> couldn't make it, man. And I, I imagine that to be because he didn't respond to that one. We would usually uh entertain those uh reschedulings and shit, but nah. This one, uh, he didn't say anything, and to be honest, I was a little relieved. I said, "All right, we're, we're done with this dance." <laughs> the pressure yeah. was off. The dance is done, but uh, the pressure was fucking off. So I'll keep y'all posted on the uh, on the coach shy, uh, the coach shy uh, updates. And see coach if we shy done back. you, man. Yeah, he done. <laughs> he done. Well, especially when you hear it. I'm telling you, the part on there when I realized he is really getting upset with me was when I. 
he's one of them slow talking guys, and y'all will hear it when you go play it back. But he's he was saying something, and I, I get in there with him, and I'm like, hey, I, I should have used that phrase. Let me get in here, which because that's what niggas understand. Like, I need to speed this shit up. Cause yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I am rambling when a nigga's asking, can yeah, I also yeah. can I interject? <laughs> so that, but that's my phrase. I didn't use it, but uh, I should have. And then when I when I pretty much interjected and said, hey, Coach Shy, man. Can you dive into that a little deeper? And that nigga looked at me and said, nothing looked at me, but he says over the phone, he's like, I'm about to if you let me. (laughs) (laughs) And I felt that shit through the phone. I said, all right, I rubbed him. I rubbed him the wrong way. Calm your ass down, young blood. (laughs) Man, them them slow talking niggas though, man. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's that's one thing I yeah, look them, for. Yeah, them here. niggas that be them, them stop and go speeches, oh, where man. it sounds like they're thinking about it mid, like they're getting through the sentence thinking about each word they want to use. I, I, Why is this sentence so fucking slow, man? I, I'll chop it up and give you the best of the worst interview we ever did, y'all. My man Sean, God bless him. I appreciate him for doing it. I appreciate him mapping that time out. But I swear to God, funniest time ever off air when we cut him. This nigga stacks. That nigga show. The first thing I he let he let this deep exhale go. God damn, that interview was boring. I said I was about to fall asleep. That shit was killing me, bro. But he was an amateur fighter. It sounded like from the from the jump, it's like okay, he's gonna be fucking interesting. Like amateur fighter. you know he's, he's he's a personal trainer. Like oh, okay, he's gonna have something to fill up yeah. twenty minutes. He's gonna have something. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Nigga had nothing. But nah, man. To peel back, man. How was the uh, how was the goddamn uh, uh, the getaway, man? First of all, where'd y'all go? It was like um, some fucking place in Virginia. It wasn't even it wasn't even that far. It was a Rileyville. Okay, Rileyville, VA. Okay, okay. Uh, it wasn't. Fuck all around there. It was some weird ass fucking place. <laughs> I only have my media. I usually would have pulled that up to just to get oh, a gauge on the distance. It wasn't fuck all around there. It was my my cousin's girl. Okay. His, uh, it was like her birthday or whatever, or some shit or whatever. So they wanted to. They, I, I don't. I don't fucking know. Because it was like a week before, and then it was like then they were like going to this cabin for two days, and then the cabin's like oh, it's, oh, it's like two hours from where I'm at, but it's like twenty minutes from there. I was like. It was, it's, oh, it's, oh, it's like, it's like they, things, they, it's, they drove for like 40 minutes or something to this. I was like, this is what you wanted to do. Well, one of those things. It's like, I mean, we're inviting you, but this is butt convenient for us. And this is yeah. a fucking load for you. Yeah, it was like, I mean, you know, oh, we didn't even begin to get to that part, but because <laughs> it fucking snowed. It was on top of a yeah, mountain. I remember and it that. It snowed the day that we fucking went. I didn't even know. It was just one, just me not even paying attention, uh, not even doing my scouting report, just thinking this is going to be a little one off thing. Like, it's not going to be that big a deal. All right, us is two grown ass adults um are you anticipating having fun or before you go are you talking yourself into i'll just fucking make the best of it because that's what i realized as an adult i'm like it's two Me. kinds of trips it's gonna be fun before i go or i'm just before i leave i'm like fuck it man make I, the best of this shit. i'll say me me and my girl were actively we were actively collaborating as to what we were going to do. <laughs> we were up until we, the deadline. We, we, I mean, we never, we never necessarily sat and talked about it, but we both kind of like at different points before as it was coming up. We both had those points where we were looking at each other, kind of like, "So yeah, what are we about to do for two days? Like, what are we about to do in this bitch? Like, oh, y'all did kind of the scouting report. Yeah, we just didn't we're, know what. I mean, because we we knew we're, we weren't going anywhere. We we're just going to be in the fucking cabin for two days. Oh, yeah. And it's cold thought, as shit. Y'all thought progressively ahead. So it was just kind of like, so what are we going to do? Yeah, we're turning you know? we're turning an ideal eight to ten hour venture into two days. Yeah, oh, two yeah. full. And like, so you know, so I packed like a monitor and shit. Like I'm packing, <laughs> brought the Oculus, you know, brought as much weed as I had on me. Like, <laughs> 
we're just like, hey, we just, we're just, we're just gonna get grunk. Cause it's funny because like they don't drink really like like my cousin. He smoked weed, but he don't really drink like right, that. Right. So right. it's like we're not about to get you know we're not getting Kenny Pickett in there. <laughs> right. Like, we're not getting blitz. So it is a it isn't a reasonable. An unreasonable question to ask, like, yo, what is going to take place for, like, the next uh, two days? And, I mean, I mean, love him. Love, love, love my cousin to death. Uh, his, his girl's real cool. Love them both to death. But, uh, boy, howdy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Boy, howdy. I mean, just literally the day of going there and the fucking snowstorm, we can't even get up ask, the fucking hill. Is it snow? That's what I was going to ask. So, so the trip there, trip up. Uh, it's actively snowing. I'm actively snowing. Jesus, it's right. actively fucking snowing. And of course, we're going up into the mountains, so the weather, the forecast is different from the forecast we've seen. You <laughs> right, know, right. we see this light is- snows maybe an inch or two or whatever. We're like, no big fucking deal, right? For the for the areas that are heavily populated, this is your news. Yeah, for Go, going going up and going up that fucking mountain. I mean, it's getting peppered. I mean, it's, it's pepper. It's powder snow everywhere, man. It's slish slosh. We're going up. Literally, it got to the point the shit was so steep. Literally, we're going up. I'm going up the hill. Mm-hmm. And I should have hit the gas, but I'm just fucking. I'm in my dad's truck, so I'm I'm nervous auto, automatically about yeah, that. When vehicle. driving somebody else's car, especially when you have money, because it's like if anything goes wrong, uh, their first knee jerk reaction isn't to be like, "Oh my god, what happened?" It's yeah. like, "How mm. much is this going?" Yeah, it's like so. Uh, so you're getting this repaired, right? <laughs> the knee jerk reaction is whatever you fuck. The reason they're lending you the property is because they know you possess the means to uh, fix anything you'll possibly break. Right. Right. So I'm going up the fucking hill. I don't, I, I don't gas it. So I'm going kind of slow. It's slow on the ground like an idiot. Man, this fucking hill is so steep. I, I, I start to go up, and then we start sliding, and then I start to slow down, so we start sliding backwards. Jesus. And instead of a – and what you're supposed to do, you're supposed to just guide the car and pump the brakes. But, huh. I mean, like – but, but, yeah, let me take you to – but what do you do? What, 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 what I do going up the joint, <laughs> literally, it's late, too. Like, it's dark in this, it's dark on this fucking hill. And, like, literally, I'm starting to go up. I and thought then this was the end of us. As the shit starts to slide backwards, I literally just mash on the fucking brake. Like, I'm talking, like, pedal to the metal. I push the brake down as hard as I can and – I don't pump it. I don't do it. I stick it down as hard as I can. So now the wheels are not moving. Um, the car still is moving. Okay. There is n- no quicker way for your stomach to go to your asshole. <laughs> yeah. And when you mash the brake in a vehicle completely and it's still moving. Yeah. I mean, it's the, to the point the car is like turning sideways. Like we're, we're sliding now. I, I went up and now we're sliding back down this snow. And it's this tight ass fucking space. That's <laughs> like woods to the left, woods to the right. Like, like. Your yep. shit could fall off. Yeah, type no man's shit. land. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and we're starting to slide, and then we're starting to turn right. So I'm just braking as the car is now turning. I'm doing a 180. The car's Jesus turning Christ. now as I'm sliding backwards down the hill. You sound like a Tom Cruise movie, bro. We literally end up at I end up back at kind of the bottom of the hill, facing a complete other direction. I've been holding brake. I went up, and then we started to slide back. I hit the brake, and now I am facing downwards. Uh, the whole the truck turned completely. I'm literally like, so you're thanking God. I'm, I'm happy that I'm happy that the truck turned and we can drive down. But I'm now like, wow, we're not going back. Up. I'm like, well, yeah, we, we can't get to the cabin because it's too snowy and it's too high. Why did I just drive two hours for this? Like, why did I just drive two hours? To be in imminent danger. Yeah, to get fucking stuck on this stupid ass fucking hill. I'm like, I'm hot. So then they, uh, I call him. <laughs> they say the property management guy can like pick us up and take us up the hill or what, take us up the mountain. I was like, all right. So we get the number. I got to drive down off this fucking mountain. So I'm, I'm down at the bottom at some fucking church. We call the nigga. The nigga's like, yeah, it's going to be like an hour. 
I'm like, I'm imagining <sighs> your girl this whole situation because nothing makes women more uncomfortable than when a nigga's hot but they haven't done anything. It's just like when a nigga's just a nigga's steaming and they're just like, calm down. Fuck if I'm gonna calm down. <laughs> she she wanted to get off the fucking hill. As soon as we did that 180, it was kind of everybody was kind of that was that was the tipping point. That 180. That thanks but no thanks. Yeah. Oh yeah, I bet. And then, and then we're fucking sitting waiting for like an hour watching Netflix on this fucking iPad, waiting for like an hour for this guy to come take us up the fucking hill. Yeah, I, I mean it was. Just this fucking ordeal, I man. Imagine, I can and he finally comes, and we put all our shit in his car, and then we drive up, and they drive us up the fucking mountain, and then we get we get to this fucking cabin that's on top of a bigger hill. The cabin's on an even bigger hill. We got to walk the shit up this steep ass, snowy, icy ass hill. This is where it ends, guys. We can't even. Literally, his car. He drove up the joint, and he said he tried to drive up and park, and the shit slid all the way down the fucking hill. I mean, this is crazy. We're, there's no Jesus. reason for us to be here. We're not doing anything, and we're just braving, braving these Mount Everest-like conditions. We're just, to just flirt- fucking. We're just, to just sitting in the house. Damage. Yeah, yeah, just flirting with all types of danger to sit in the house and eat some mushroom chocolate bars. Like it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. I do like those. Uh, it's ridiculous. I mean, like I said, when we got there, it was cool. We, you know, we we kicked it. We smoked. We shroomed out. Um, you know, whatever. But I mean, it was just a. I mean, talk about a, a weekend of unnecessary but- strife. Best best saying probably that'll sum it up. The the juice wasn't worth the squeeze. The juice was definitely not worth the squeeze. Okay, no. it was a it was an ordeal leaving. <laughs> leaving. Oh, shit. We were trying. To, we packed all our shit in his car because I was like, I mean, the niggas got to get down the mountain one way or the other. Like right. my girls, like call the fucking call the guy again. Call the dude. Yeah, I'm like, dog, they got to get their car down. We'll be Ch- fine. Chances are, dude's yeah. not gonna. I'm like, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Sure enough, first thing that happens. Get stuck. <laughs> and you gotta call the fucking dude. I mean, it was it was just a it was just, it was a show. It was a fucking show, yeah, it was man. A show, man. <laughs> it was a fucking show. That's what I'm saying, man. It was a fucking show, man. <laughs> I've been there. It's just for two days, man. For two days of what? It wasn't even like we were across the country or seeing anything or doing anything exciting. It was just just two days in this fucking house, this wooden house that's you know built together with nails and glue. It was all kinds of bugs in the. I mean, it was bugs galore. It's it's fucking it's fucking twenty degrees, but it's bugs galore. I'm like, how are you bugs even alive at this wind chill? That's what I want to do to Eric Bickle with you, man. One thing I love about Eric Bickle, he keeps it real about the places. Man, this nigga was talking about New York the other day. I think he had to stay in like Brooklyn or something. He was like, no offense to anybody from New York, that place was a fucking dump. He was like, like, I know I'm offending millions of people right now. Nah, I don't care. New York kind of is a hellhole, bro. I'm not not even going to fuck up. I remember the last time I went, I went during COVID. Oh, man. I think I went during one of the COVID times. I was just like, we were just walking around. I was just like, man, yo. This place is a hellhole. This place seems so much better before COVID. Before a bunch of people in one area was such a, an annoying thing, uh, this place seemed a lot better. Not, don't get me wrong. I still got love for New York. I'm always going to have love for New York. New York is a city that's bigger than life. Uh, if you've never been to New York, you need to go to New York. It's an experience. But at the same time, uh, it is a bit much. No, it's, it's, it's a bit much. My first time in New York, I hated it. Absolutely hated it, but I went with the wrong crowd. A, the crowd matters. Yeah, New York I mean, and Vegas, go, the going, going anywhere, the crowd matters. Yeah, going anywhere. Those, those two places specifically, though, because um, you want to move. I mean, from the time you touch down, if you're not in a hotel, you're rolling, baby. So if you're not locking step with whoever you went, I mean, shit gets real murky real quick. So I was not locking step with the people I went with. Who'd you, who'd you go with? DeMarcus, uh, Warren, 
But the, the home um, team, it's, but, a, it's a shame when you. I, I, I had a Vegas. No, I won't even. I won't even cut you off. We'll, no, wait, we'll, wait, wait. we'll roll it up right into the, after this. I got a Vegas story about when I went with the home team, and it was not well, not that amazing of a trip. This one not their fault because the uh, the other lock and steps was Demarcus's um, married in uncle. No, no, no. Uh, his no, no. It's his sister's. I don't know what that makes the guy. But it's just his what sister's is, husband. Sister's uh, his, I guess his brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah, brother-in-law. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So his fucking brother-in-law and his two friends. One's a dyke. Not that that matters, but one's a dyke. It does kind of. <laughs> it does matter. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, one's a dyke. And then, <laughs> it paints the scene. And then one's just some average guy, whatever, whatever. So the non-lock and step. Of course, I'm locking step with my homies. Man, the other group. They're in there on some shopping business, trying to bring back all this shit they can bring back to the uh to DC and sale, all that kind of bullshit. Bring shit back to DC and sale. Man, oh my we, goodness. We're up here literally trying to have fun, and that's where the disconnect happened, man. They gave us this fucking timeline, but this is the part we're not driving They're ourselves. their own business. Exactly. We're not driving ourselves, can't get ourselves around. They drop us off from the middle of Canal Street, man, where all there is to do is buy, and we're high school students with probably fucking forty dollars between all of us. Oh, like, I mean, we, it was the worst fucking time ever. We're just literally sitting there dodging people, dodging bums. Nigga trying to sell you bags. Man, and, and, and it was the worst time ever. I just remember spending hours up there just feeling like, I don't ever want to come back to this place. There's nothing interesting in this motherfucking place. Again, fast forward, though, I get older. I do end up going back with my brother. Funniest story with him. Uh, this is when I realized my brother is not a bigger picture guy. He doesn't get the bigger picture in things because he... uh. Long story short, we're in the uh, we're in a nice hotel. It's like a Marriott something. We're downtown Manhattan. Totally different uh, feel. Now he does save the day in this regard. He's playing, and this is not him. His nature. He's not really a, a practical joke guy. Really joke around a lot guy. He'll joke around like verbally a little bit, drop a joke here and there. But especially if there's any physical comedy, that's not him. Uh, so <laughs> physical he, comedy. So he goes downstairs, grabs something from the desk, comes back up, knocks on the door. I had a scare like two days prior, so I was already paranoid, but he knocks on the door, but he has his thumb over the peephole, so I can't see. Instantly, I'm paranoid as fuck. I think it's someone that's like, I'm smoking weed in the room, so I think it's someone that it's, it's, it's just, it's going down, right? It's like, oh, you thought you were going to come to New York, and not? no, put your fucking hands up. This is New York, New York, weed's not legal or anything, right? So, so I'm, I'm thinking, your fucking hands up. I'm thinking it's fucking done, so me... I go over to the window. Now looking back, I don't even know why you can open windows that high up. Wow, yeah. Yeah, 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 you can't open them. It didn't fully open, I'll say that. It opens enough for you to fucking jump out or slide out of if you want to do. If you want to swiggle out of one, yeah, Yeah, for sure. Throw something out of. And that's what happened. I took the weed that we brought down there. All of it? All of it. (laughs) I I first flirted with going to the bathroom, flushing it. Looking back, I'm glad. I took it out the window, and then I opened the door, and it's him. And I'm instantly like, bro, you don't understand what you just made me do. He's like, what happened? What happened? What happened? Uh, I explained to him. I'm like, I didn't know it was you, man. I thought it was fucking cops or something, man. I thought the jig was up. I was like, I'm smoking fucking weed in here, man. And then and, and, and knock on the door. The thumb's covered. What the fuck? So I threw the weed out the window. Calm him. Again, probably to uh, to the idea that he's not a bigger picture guy. He, he doesn't think like fully down the road. Like, well, that shit's fucking gone. All he says is, I was going to go down anyway, uh, you know, grab, go grab some things. Uh, he, he he takes a survey of where we're at. He's like, okay, this must be like the side of the building, right? And I'm like, yeah, I guess the the whatever, whatever, nigga. I don't know. I'm fucking blown. And he's like, all right, well, I'll just I'm just gonna walk down there and get take it. Take a look, man. He goes, buys his stuff, and this is it. again how he's not a bigger picture. He comes back hour, hour and a half later. I'm stewing on this shit the whole time. How stupid it was. How I'm gonna get some more weed. I'm thinking all this shit, right? He comes back in, casual, puts his bags down, all this stuff, and and, and then he's like, uh, you know, yada yada yada. And I'm just like, did you did you find the weed? He's like, yeah, I got it. 
I'm like, nigga, that wasn't the first fucking. A, you didn't call me. B, like, that wasn't the first thing you said. And C, like, you're just not getting it. So fast forward where I realized he's not a big picture guy, though, was this. Uh, so we got the weed back miraculously. Like, literally. I'm talking yeah, that is crazy. I'm talking yeah, yeah. streets of Manhattan. People are just walking. Me and him are literally looking down, just watching humans just walk left and right on each other. Just bodies, 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 just passing each other. This is midday this in bag Manhattan. falls out of the sky and everybody just yeah, everybody ignores Everybody their fucking business. Right. <laughs> this just keeps it going. A lot of die. This nigga has a chance to go down like 60 floors and, and find this shit magically. Anyway, uh... When I realized he wasn't a big picture guy, we were in there. We stayed uh, two nights, three days, night. Uh, we were in the middle of our stay because I remember being worried like, shit, we're going to have to leave. Um, we're going to have to leave. Uh, guest services comes up, knocks on the door, and they, uh, they, they let us know face to face. We got a complaint. Somebody's smoking weed on this floor. He says this. This is his saying. This is literally what he says. How do you know it's us? And again, at that moment, I'm just linking in my mind. Nigga, it is us. It, that's not the question right now. That's really not. Our hand is not so well hidden that we can just really be. We don't need to be asking the questions. Yeah, yeah. We need to be playing dumb. <laughs> that's what we need to be doing. We need to be like, oh, I, I, I've smelled a little too, but it's Say, I smell the weed coming from this room. How do you know I, it's us? The smell coming behind you, Mr. Fleming. You have the door half cracked. You open the door and the smell got stronger. They give us this ultimatum. Now, I learned this from another hotel I had smoked in. I realized this, and this is a key to anybody who may hear this. They checked the trash cans. So that was the first thing I did. I went and emptied all the trash because they check them for like the blunt guts. Yeah, I got, yeah. I, got I, put it, I put my shit in the toilet always. I got bamboo. I flush all that trip. shit always. I saw a nigga checking the cans and I was like, damn, didn't think that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They so, say you did something in here. Yeah. So uh, long story short, though, that was my, my time I realized that my brother is not a full forward thinker <laughs> as far as like bigger picture because he, he literally just stopped at the, how you know that was us? Nigga. <laughs> It was you. Like, that's literally getting caught red-handed for a crime. And, like, I mean, how you know it's me? Uh, How'd you know that came out of my pocket? In there packing. Did y'all even stuff the, the, the towel underneath the very, door? Very, very minimal. Uh, I'm about to say, you just in there packing the shit out. Just I, I, Instantly, I always thought it was a bad idea. But, I mean, again, everything was in his name. Uh, yeah, there's always that. I used yeah. to do that. My, 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 my maneuver, I used to, uh, I would go in the bathroom, close the door, turn the shower on max. Yeah. And let that shit steam and fog up. And uh, then I turn the fan on. No, when, once the steam, when, when the shower steam smokes up, steams up and shit, then I'd smoke. And then I turn the fan on. And then you leave out, you just leave the fan on. And basically, I mean, it kind of, it put it like this that room is going to smell of pack, of course. That room is going to be packed out, but it's not gonna be as pungent. it won't be as pungent around the, like, if you kept the door closed when you enter, when you leave out that door, if you keep that door closed with the fan on, your whole house ain't about to smell like yeah. weed. Like, it's just, you know, the, you know what I mean? It's it's a deterrent. It's I, I know a lot of niggas that pulled this maneuver and their parents were like bloodhounds. Right, and that's right. what, that's what yeah. let me know it works because I was like, you're, you're smoking in your house, nigga. <laughs> well, it, yeah. that, it doesn't that's, that's about to be your ass. I know your parents. The funniest part of me growing up, I didn't and put those two and two together when I was a kid, but the magic school bus literally explained this concept because the, the 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 science behind it is that smell is still a molecule. So they, if you attach that molecule to another molecule or like a bigger, heavier one, and then like pull that out, because that's the difference between um. And this is how I buy my deodorants. I don't buy antiperspirants because all antiperspirants do is try to keep uh. No, 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 no. That's the difference. I buy antiperspirant. You're about to say antiperspirant the way you want to go. They try to yeah, stop the sweat in general, right? And the uh, deodorant. Is literally just to its word. 
We just deodor, man. <laughs> We're not going to stop where the odor's coming from. You're still sweaty as fuck. <laughs> yeah, and that's like colognes and all that. They're just deodorants, like, like at, at, to a sense. But long story short, yeah. The molecule, and it's so funny you're on a podcast trying to sound intelligent. <laughs> right, all right, fucking build eye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah. attaches to the molecule, but it, but scientifically that is the best thing because you you attach it to the water and then the water uh, kind of pulls more of the smell out. Um, yeah, that's the way we used to do it. When we were younger, man. That's how we smoked in the fucking crib, man. That's how yeah. you about to find August packing out your crib one day, man. One day I'm gonna come in the house, man. It's come in the house like the fuck. It's gonna be early too. With the way this generation's going, yeah. The way niggas, but see, that's my that's my beef, man. I'm gonna be honest. Early kids are smoking weed too early, man. Mm -hmm. Smoking weed, they're doing everything too early. Smoking weed, young got cool too fast. Like it wasn't. I mean, 16, 17, you know, whatever. But, I mean, you, you shouldn't be smoking weed and you're 11 years old, man. Like, you're already, you're putting yourself behind the eight ball so so fast. That might be the time. Like, you're still, you're still fucking developing, man. And you're putting That's yourself hilarious. so far behind the eight ball. You know, you're not killing yourself necessarily. You're not necessarily hurting yourself. But you're you're stunting what, your mental growth. Yeah, with a gateway you're, drug. Yeah, you're stunting your mental growth. The gates I mean? like, open far. The, well, that's the real probably part. And, I don't, and we don't have part of the scientific part to prove it yet but uh, that sounds from theory you're opening the gates with the gateway drug at an impress at a far more impressionable age at, at, yeah. at an age where you're just really willing to get behind any trend that's on top you know what I mean? anything that flashes in front of you yeah they might have had to kill juice world man on the on the strip like come on man you're normalizing cocaine use man everybody is though man that, that yeah, show you seen yeah. that show euphoria i haven't yet uh -uh. That, i mean it ain't really worth watching unless you're you know, I don't, I, I don't, got a lot I, of time on your hands. I, I don't know who the target audience of the show is. It's it's like it's like about teenagers, but they're all doing this extreme ass shit. There's like transgender motherfuckers in there. They're doing fucking hard drugs. People that, are getting piped in the ass. It's like it's little, is it it's, that it's, it's yachty, so uh, far over the top. Like it's just it's like shock value the show. Like it's, we're gonna show you kids. And then the stuff we're going to have these kids are doing for the next 45 minutes, we're going to try our hardest to blow your eyebrows off your face. <laughs> what like is, that, that is literally what the show is. I felt like a couple of years ago that that little boat, too, that had Joe Buttons all up in arms with the albino kid and the gay kids and all the motherfuckers on the front cover when he went on the Buttons podcast. I was like, chill out, man. What's your fucking problem? Oh, dude? yeah, yeah. yeah dude, that cover. I remember exactly what you mean. Yeah, that, it, it's so that diverse. Was, it's just like, what is it? It was it was weird, but it was it wasn't nothing to attack. Yeah, but that, I see what you're <laughs> like, saying. Why did that shit make you so mad? This show is like like probably that on yeah, it's, okay, on, yeah, on a it's, it's, it's just like uh, it's. I mean, I wouldn't ever recommend anybody watch it. <laughs> I, it's shocking. You know I mean? yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna say it's a, a, a. It's not a bad show. It's just I mean, it has a very very specific audience. I think the message probably ain't it bad. It has a very specific audience. I think the message ain't bad with that equality and all this and love, whatever. It, and then there's never been more of a time for this kumbaya shit. I mean, telling you, it, it's them old men that went to Nam and like, like uh, uh, what's on King of the Hill? Uh, the, the, the dad from King of the Hill. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, those type of guys. Hank Hill's man, dad. Dude, those type of people have never probably been in more just fucking limbo. Like, fuck. Yeah, if they, were, I went if they weren't ready, if they weren't ready to check out before. I went and fought for this. For these motherfuckers to come around here with red hair. <laughs> Black smashing on whites like it's common. This fucking, <laughs> fucking circus, man. It's a fucking circus to anybody. America, all right, this ain't my show, fuck it. America has gotten too inclusive.
I'm just be the one first one to say, and I know that's hot right there. And and it's no going back because I did it. <laughs> Define too inclusive. Well, I know the I know the backlash that'll come. But my theory to that is you lose what America is. America was still founded on certain principles, certain qualities. Now, granted. One of those was, I get the obvious, one of those was window equality and freedom for all. I get that. But at the same root, you're not going to use that to also say it wasn't a certain American culture. Granted, wasn't always a great culture. It's a lot of pushbacks. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But to defend it, let me say this. For somebody that avo- that does value that, that American spirit, that American culture, and granted, I didn't have to live up to the time when my skin mattered that I wasn't privy to that. But I grew up in a time when my skin didn't matter. I was perfect right, to the American dream. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. I wanted to drive the nicest car I could drive. Go get a job, Wendell. It's all for you, baby. So that right. that's it. If you get up and work and you do what you got to do, those principles of me are getting lost just through all the, the sad to say, man. It's very inclusive, man, to people who really, I think we're slowing ourselves down. By not being exclusive in, in a lot of areas. I think it's like, yeah. okay, well, we got to bring all Everything has to be accepted. Every, every, everybody has to be coddled. Everybody has to be represented. Well, everybody, we need balance. Everybody has to be acceptable. But at the same time, I we mean. We need more voices in the room. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, don't, you don't go to China and expect to see black people swinging swords in movies. Like, I mean, you're in China. You're in politics. Yeah, you know where you're at. Like, it's like, this yeah. is where we're at. This you, is, you know, at, to what, at, at what point is it just kind of like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you got to keep making things better. You got to keep changing. But at the same time, it's kind of, when do we, when, at what point do we realize that we've gone totally off script? Like when, and that's well, what we are, when yeah. we're arguing if gender is a real thing, when, at what point do we all look around and say, whoa. We've kind of gotten yeah. we've kind of gotten a, a whole planet away yeah. from the stuff we need to be focusing on, like the fact that if you don't have enough money, you die in America. Yeah, uh, let's, let's let's look let's take Dog, a look at that. Dogs are clothed. Uh, yeah, they, let's, take a, let's take a, let's take a look at some of these issues that have plagued us for for hundreds of years. Instead of arguing, yeah. um, should that man be able to buy a penis <laughs> or buy a vagina and yeah. go to the women's room? Because like, that's important. Like, why are we? I mean, you know what I mean? It's be- why. why are we arguing this with such a such a such such vicious vigor yeah. that it's it's reached you know the highest elected of you know what I mean the people that are supposed to be the quote unquote best of us why are they debating these things and that, and that's why, always, that's why always, are they debating these things and even to the to the root of down to even my my own life blacks are uh, uh, blacks and whites both equally uh, vicious with this shit but the the part I can relate to it is is when somebody pointed this out to me in high school and he said man. And this came full circle when I was like trying, like actually trying to create something and like make something happen. It didn't come full circle then, but it still hit me. Man, this nigga pointed out. He said, "Look, he said, look around here, man. You see all these motherfuckers out here. It was for a fight. It was an after school like like yeah, them after like, school fights, man. Right? <laughs> people was always at them after school fights. Could have been could have been close to eighty to one hundred and forty people. I mean, it's something he just said. Look around here, man. Everybody out here to see a fight." But if you wanted to put something together positive, I don't know who this guy was. I don't know if he went to my school. I, I swear to God, all my life, I swear to God, I, I can't reference who this motherfucker was. But he pointed in my mind. He's like, you couldn't get all these people out here. Nobody want to do anything positive. But but my point is, is, is to your point, is, is we worried about the wrong shit. Now, we're worried about the petty, little entertaining shit. Like, okay, that'll be, you know, that'll be hot for two days on Twitter. That'll be hot for eight days. That, that's a fucking lifetime. If you got a topic where eight days on a lifetime, uh, somebody died probably. Yeah. That, but that's how short the media window is now. And that's 
Yeah, it's some. Yeah, it's on to the next thing. Because the next thing I think is so necessary, we do let in that bullshit. Where it's like, I mean, what else we got to talk about? <laughs> Congress didn't meet today, so I mean, little gender. Want to talk a little gender? It's just it's it's, it's fucking yeah. insane, man. Well, it's fucking insane. Again, to the root of how this started, man. The the. I'm using air quotes. The the blue blooded though American is is faded in that, and and it's just not popular anymore. To it's not even popular to like America, which I always thought was stupid. Like everybody walking around with it's, Jordans, it's because of the people. Jordans in a North Face on. Yeah. This nigga's dressed better than I don't know. I mean, this nigga's dressed better than I don't know how many nations. I mean, he's got better clothes just at his disposal, and and it'll literally be like, man, fuck. Man, fuck Trump. Man, fuck this motherfucking place. I'm telling you, man. I'm talking. He's talking about oh places where people do street justice, where you can literally come outside and say, oh well, that, that guy touched me the wrong way, and they'll just beat his ass. <laughs> right. There's no trial. Right. And people will beat his ass. You're getting I, fucking hanged. That's what I'm saying. So it, it it blows my mind just how ignorant people are. Um, yeah, that's it. I ain't got no 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 compound on that. It just blows my mind how ignorant people are. Just just to that America. I'm not going to use the great word. America could have been good at one point, and it's been good to me. And, and maybe that. Yeah, I mean, I, I love America. That's what I'm saying. And, and I feel like, though, it's, it's the. I've never said I don't love America. It's people who don't look at their. And I'm going a little Candace Owens, but fuck it. It's people who don't look at their heritage and their lineage and, and kind of blame them and then also do better and promote in a society that's just like, look, man, we don't care where you really fucking started. Don't smoke some drugs for 30 days. Come in here, get this fucking job, and show up to it. I mean, and start changing your narrative. Sometimes people are like, oh, it's just that easy. But it, that's the formula I got. I didn't graduate college. Yeah. That's the formula I got. Yeah. <laughs> it, people, I, it's that. I'll say that, I, though. It, 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 is, it is the land of the have and the have nots. deep. Yeah. <laughs> about to, that's what I say. I, I'll push back in that it is the land of the have and the have nots. If you're somebody that, if you're somebody that falls, but the thing is, fall victim to the what, is, what is that? What Mentality. exactly is the have not? That's the thing. Everybody, there's. A lot of exaggeration about people that consider themselves in the have not, and That's I'm true. like, there's, a, you know, what I mean, yeah, there's, there's, there's people that realize don't got nothing. That's true, you know. And then there's people that have that just they may have something that's not sexy or it's not glamorous, but it's kind of like, bro, you, it's a place to You're start, man. right, right. You know, what I mean, this shit got to start somewhere, and you, you know, what I mean, You're, and it's also the whole idea that a lot of people can't swallow, where it's kind of like you may be, you may be the building block. For your your family to come, like you may not get to enjoy any of this, but you may start things in motion that your kids may enjoy, or your kids' kids may, you know what I mean? Like you, your life may not be that exciting, but the work you put in is going to set up your family and your generations and shit to be exciting, maybe a little farther down the line. Let's let's go down that road. I'm glad you touched on that road because this road is often just overlooked. No one talks about it. It's an elephant. No one likes to talk about it. Lineage. Let's just go in on the lineage. A lot of people don't. Nobody. It's a human root. Human root, we, we want to be responsible for our own. And even I, me coming from a certain lineage, I've wanted to branch off and be my own person. It, it's natural. So especially when people hear about lineage, it's just like, oh, okay. And, and we kind of have talked before about lineage, but just my, my real question about it, like right now, is just I, I think people's unwillingness to address that they either have had a good one, and yes, I'm going to be ahead of you because so, and those who maybe feel displaced in life don't not look at, the bad grammar, but don't not look at uh, the United States flag and versus turn around and say, 
maybe my fucking dad let me down. <laughs> That might be the same. <laughs> but really, people don't. Turn, you know? <laughs> and that's hot. Jesus Christ, dog. <laughs> but that's hot. But my people have failed me. Yes, yes. My family was a bunch of thieves and bozos. And, and that doesn't mean I have to be one, but at the same time. I was born to a how, bunch of fuck arounds, and how, now I'm paying for it. <laughs> how much of that is the United States' fault versus. That is the olden times, though. If you're born to a, if you for no better reason than being born to a powerful house, you yeah. know, you had privileges that somebody born, lowborn, didn't. Yeah. And, that, and the weirder part about that is it took place all over the world. Now, granted, the, the United States tried to more so adopt it, or where it's. And I don't know about foreign politics, like to a root. Uh, I've studied a little politics, but I don't know it to the to the root. But I know American politics to be that of more so uh, the voice of the people. Was anyway. My point being, though, uh, yeah, I mean, how much how much blame does your country take when they set a Squid Game style when they set the game out in front of you? I mean, it's it's how you play it. And, and, and it's how far, and that's the point of lineage. Like, we, we celebrate the lineage of, like, okay, I elevated my family, and we celebrate the stories of, okay, you know, uh, being distinguished at times. But we don't look at the people. Like, and, and it's not fair. Morally, we teach our kids don't do this. Right. You don't point at the losers. You don't point at the losers and say, ha, ha, you niggas. So I get it. But that, that's the capitalism's uh, standpoint. Yeah. But – Capitalism is essentially well, don't pointing at the losers. Yeah, like, but yeah, don't yeah. turn around and do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the reality of we're it. We're laughing at you, but as we're going by you, yeah, though. yeah. we're laughing yeah. at you, but it's a place you can't hear us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I'm laughing at you doesn't matter because I'm surrounded by people that feel the same way. <laughs> right, my laughter. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just you know, God forbid oh, you were to ever it. catch me. <laughs> No, but this is good stuff, man. Like, this is, like, really progressive thinking. Because, honestly, this is the conversations I can't have with other people. Like, like <laughs> ten, eight minutes into this, somebody would have already thought, I don't fuck with that nigga. Wendell. <laughs> that bitch America needs to be more fucking... Ex- <laughs> ex- America needs to exclude people more, nigga. What? Oh, man. Nigga got, to, got over there was tripping. <laughs> nigga got... They got niggas that are like, right, amen, brother. Amen, brother. Keep them out. <laughs> Keep them out. It's circumstance in life, yo. Circumstance is what brings it full circle. But I, I, I hate now and just bringing this up. We have to, we're forced to ignore or listen to people who, who get this. That's basically it. That's like like how, how sometimes like people will call out of work with me, right? I get to listen to all this bullshit. I can tell. And, and there's nothing psychic about me. There's nothing special about me. I can listen all this over explaining and shit. Man, I can listen on the phone and, and literally just decipher. Okay, this is more likely true or not likely true. And that's the thing we do, though, with this topic. We, we don't just don't look at it like just subjectively. It's like, is it America's fault? Or I mean, tell me about your dad and your granddad. <laughs> I mean, that, but put it, put it. People don't want to hear that shit. Nobody is it, wants is to it hear it that. America's fault, or is it the people yeah. that came before you? Fault? That's what I'm saying. Like, like that's kind of where I'm at. Like, who, that is that is that is irrelevant. Do we take that ownership? Is, yeah, that yeah. is a relevant inquiry. I guess it's is, easier is it, to say. Fuck is America. it that a, is it that America fucked you, or the people that came before you just did? Because the, I the people in your bloodline that came before you, did they fuck you? Did be, you, you know, did be, your parents just have you off some fucking whim, <laughs> you know, and then split or, you know what I mean? Did, did, right. did the people that came before you fuck you? 
Because <laughs> I can, and, and I'm off it. But uh, that's crazy because there's because nothing can, you can do about it. <laughs> it. There's nothing you can do about it. exactly. Because I know me coming from looking at my parents having a responsible lineage. Like honestly, my dad's lineage was way more solid than hers. To be honest, yeah. now granted, she happened to just be a decent person. It didn't fuck it off. You know what I mean? But that was that was just you know you cross your fingers on personalities. But to be right. honest, his lineage will carry me. And whose fault? You know, there, there's no fingers to point. But I yeah. understand. Yeah, you're right. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not. But I think that minimal dream, because honestly, that's probably the only part I can't relate to me bring myself full circle. I won't just fully Candace Owens for me to bring myself full circle and <laughs> I'm off it. I think, uh, I do think that part, I can't relate to the person that has to start without that head start. It's easy for me to say, go Something, get that job. Yeah, some type of tool. Yeah. 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 It's easy for me to say, just get up, get a job, nigga. You'll be fine. It's easy to say that. Get a job, grouch. Yeah. Right. Get it together, grouch. Right. Right. <laughs> But it's but it's not. You smell like shit. Get it together. So that's I think <laughs> where the conversation does. But that's the difference in me and a lot of people. And then I'm done. People don't want to have that other. I want to hear from somebody just like man. You don't get it, Slim. Like, you don't you don't even get it. Yeah, maybe maybe I didn't know my dad and granddad. But man, this how you have you starting because I know where I started. Honestly, just even starting in a suburban house mm. already advantage. Yeah, right and there. You can't do anything. Yeah. yeah, it's like Monopoly or the game of life or whatever. When you started, you just roll the dice and that's your number. Yeah, yeah. You can't change that. You can't change just suburban. Suburban house changes everything. Yeah, off the top, you as a baby just sucking milk. It's already yeah, especially, different, especially if it stays and like you keep it. Exactly. Especially if you it's grow older different. and your family keeps it. Yeah, yeah. our lineages are more important, but we just run from them. As, yeah, and that might be the capitalistic thing. Eyes forward. But I mean, so many. I mean, just so many people got shitty ones. But that's the thing. I think. But this is the thing too with capitalism. There's so many shitty ones. But yeah. you know what though? We've had this talk too. It's it's also boastful if you speak to yours. You know what I mean? Where people don't understand that part. Yeah, yeah. It's almost where it's like okay, it's well, we you're supposed to be quiet about. Right, we won't talk to, about the littles. Yeah, if you don't talk about the big, the fact that you've got these advantages or whatever, you know, if you're going to be happy about it, keep the shit to yourself. Uh, we don't want to hear about it. And if you accomplish anything or do anything good in your life, it's 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 automatically disqualified because of this Whoa. amazing this ah. amazing cheat code starts you had. You were supposed like, to right. Yeah, you were already like, set. For yeah, the, to- the token line, you know what I would have did with that, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. We don't, we don't, we don't have to ever find out because you don't have it. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> no, people kill you with that true. shit. You know what I would do, or you know what I wouldn't do. What I w- when people see shit you're doing or shit you have, and then suddenly they want to talk about what they would do or what they wouldn't do, and you're looking at them and it's like, bro, I know what you can do and what you can't do. So how about you shut up? <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. like how about you shut up? When people get to, they look at your shit and get to talking about what they would or if they had this or if they had that and I just it, it may be the arrogance in me but that's I'm not even typically that type of guy but that shit just ticks on in my mind I'll be like well, well you don't well, well you well you don't but I, I'm sure it's easy for you to sit here and talk about what you would and wouldn't do if you had these things that I'm doing but you don't so shut up yeah, so shut up that's just, the, just shut up that's the root of the conversation <laughs> and they would do the same they would protect their lineage, their name, and their hair. Yeah. yeah, if the shoe was on the other foot, you would be doing the same thing. Yeah. And I wouldn't be sitting here talking about what I would or wouldn't do. But I'd be congratulating you. Yeah. I'd be <laughs> like, damn, this shit is nice as fuck, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't going to fucking hold you. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn, this is nice. And that's the power of life, though. And that's the power mm-hmm. of stuff. Like, even being in this nice-ass motherfucker here, man. I know from time to time, man, it's better doing radio in places I've been doing it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and, and the warmness of my heart, I'm just like, you know what? Somewhere nice to go, man, and I'm happy for that guy. <laughs> because 
Because people don't get that. It, it's the, and I've never been one of those. And I think that's always what, when I got into management, it was a quote that was just like, man, the, the breaking into management, man. You, when you became the fucking enemy, yeah, when you, but when you when you sold the fuck out, I know, that was the really initial feeling. The initial feeling is you turn bitch, you turn, you turn and that's what they. I think hey, we're gonna are, do a management segment, yo. We're gonna we're gonna break and come back to a management segment, man. Stacks Lowry, don't go nowhere. Uh, hey, that's a great question. That's a great question, America. Why is it, especially for the black man, especially for the black man, but everybody, but especially for the black man, why is it that you're not real if you didn't struggle? <laughs> That's so true. If you didn't struggle, you're not. And not only that, a, a layer deeper, if you didn't struggle in a specific way. Yeah. Not even did you not struggle. If you yeah. didn't struggle uh, financially or uh, physically based on your demographic, you're not real. Yeah. You can't break through. Your lyrics mean nothing. Your take means nothing. Why do we listen to you? Why do we want to hear your raps? You didn't sell drugs. <laughs> you didn't get it out the bando. Right. <laughs> you weren't in the mud with it. Jesus Christ. You weren't riding on ops. Jesus, Jesus <laughs> you know Christ. what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, <laughs> how, much, how much rap music do you listen to from guys that uh, have never, never pulled a firearm, never slid on an op, uh, never sold a bag. Uh, never slapped a hoe. I mean, just guys that have not done any of these things. How much of their music do you listen to? How many artists do you listen to that can say that, you know, you know what it is? It's, it's slowing down the entrepreneur. It's, I think it'd be such a wave of, of kids that were like, you know, all this technology and shit. Let me get, man. It just shows kids like, Hey, throw your fucking life away. This is how you'd be important. That's, to the root of that's that, that even that, though you won't be important. That man, that nigga Kendall showed me this thing on on YouTube about them Chicago them drill rappers and shit. And basically, it's just this. It's like a whole rabbit hole you fall into. Yeah, yeah Jacksonville yeah. and all these young niggas that are this basically one. basically just living these asinine lives. Yeah. that they rap about throwing their lives away. And it's like for, for what? It, it's it's like it's, and it's funny because I don't know which one is it. Is it that you want to live this life and you're trying to make money by living this life and rapping about it? Or are you trying to rap? So you have to live this life like which which one ties into the other one in which, you know, you have to be 16, 17, 18 years old and you're leaving a steakhouse and the ops pull up on you and kill your best friend and your brother. Like what? Bro? Well, this what, is, what, what is going on? You guys are famous rappers with, with money. Well, we're, these young ages. We're breaking <laughs> barriers on the show today because this is the part where the United States is culpable, almost in a lawsuit. But who are you going to sue? You, the United States can't sue the United States. <laughs> I, don't, and I don't know if a free person could ever get like some way to just word it to where I'm going to put the United States on trial. But anyway, uh, the part where they're culpable is that the trends move with the United States' uh, uh, objectives. Not objectives. Uh, whatever the fucking thing is. Uh, I think objectives is the word. Whatever they're trying to accomplish. But anyway, so you get like the 70s where it's the war on drugs. Well, right. drugs, super penalize them, super heavy, whatever, whatever. And then you even transfer through the music, though. Like, okay, well, we're talking about hard times, whatever, selling drugs. Selling drugs went for a while. That wasn't going to cut it. I think the, the objective now and then what you just hear through music, no one talks about really selling drugs anymore. Niggas just talk about killing niggas. They still talk about selling drugs. A little bit, but not. 
Some of my the old some, I, I, I still like them records about slaying them, slaying that one. You know, Hov's still talking about that cane he slung twenty decades ago. But yeah, no, no, no. Uh, that, you know, but that's that's niggas kind of what are still I'm talking about selling. But that'd be the funny part too. It's niggas talking about the younger generation. Niggas talking about selling drugs, and it's kind of like, is selling drugs still that lucrative of an occupation as it was like back when money making? You know, back in, in the nineties when the niggas was doing a mill a week and shit and all the car is. Are, are niggas still making money like that? It, you know like crack. Is? You know what I mean? You know, J. Cole had a line. He said, you think this is the 80s? Niggas ain't getting fat pitching crack. This is not the 80s or some shit like that. And I'm like, what is it that niggas are pitching these days? But I guess I guess that just slides to the opioid, not, uh, air quote, crisis. The opioid crisis. Not even, not even yeah. that. I, I think... Well, yes, that maybe but. it's the the fentanyl's what they're slinging these days. <laughs> I, I, Everybody's talking about fit, fentanyl's the new thing. Where has fentanyl been for the last twenty years? Because it, it is just the new thing now. Apparently, like, niggas nuking rats. Yeah, <laughs> niggas, niggas, fentanyl has hit the streets with a fucking blaze, man. Yeah, hey, that's the buzzword. If there's one thing, that's niggas, the buzzword. If there's one war thing on niggas drugs. talk about. It's that fentanyl, man. Talking, look, war on drugs, war on terrorism, fentanyl. Yeah, all these things coming through the. Want to change your life? Get a brick of fentanyl. Nah, I said, <laughs> what kind of lyric is that, man? Get a brick of fentanyl. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess are niggas smoking crack cocaine like they were in the eighties? No, so I mean, I, I guess well, fentanyl is what niggas are. I think the that's, highlight that's the crack equivalent now. I guess. Well, my thought is, I think the highlight and the obvious has been pointed out that um, it's not ever. It probably has never just been black guys slinging these drugs on these streets. I think the jig is up where it's like, everybody's selling drugs, man. Doesn't matter who you're. Probably the most unsuspecting nerdy guy you would imagine. Yeah, these days, yeah, anybody's, anybody's. Yeah. It's, become a, it's become a more accessible. I mean, with the right. internet and the digital age, the but world's compa- become smaller. Right, but, but right, exactly. And, and compare that to the old idea in the 70s where you were just like, okay, I mean, I see the hand-to-hand deals. It's the black guys. So they must be making all the money. They must have it all. They must be living lavish. They must be doing all this shit. You know what I mean? When reality probably wasn't even back then. Like a big well, Hispanic the, gentleman, the, the hand, the hand, guys were never the big money. It but, was but, always, but I think it was, it was all you got to see. It, it was those black people that smart enough that realized, that created the hierarchy. I think, you know what I mean? Where you're the you secure the source, and then basically you create a hierarchy of how the source is distributed underneath you, and the goal is to get paid from each level. That's to, true. To create new levels, continuously create new levels underneath you, and yeah. receive payment from each one. And that's what the government hated, because it really that's, modeled that the mo- business. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. The, the crime family collar, kind of, yeah. Yeah. You had the blue collars under you, but you were modeling a true American the business CEO. with you're, white collar. You're, yeah, 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 you're the CEO with the product. You've got you know your, yeah. your managers or your, your people underneath you. And you're richer uh, than us. Yeah. Or something people use daily. You making all this money, taking the least least yeah. amount of risk. The guy, that's the thing. The guys doing the hand to hand sales, the nickel and dime guys are the dumb guns, really, because you're yeah. taking all the risk you, and you're making re up money. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've seen them niggas. You make re up. Y'all got enough. You got enough to buy some J's. You know, stay fly relatively. And but you out there weed. all, yeah, you out there all the time. Yeah, and if you smoke, you smoking weed. You smoking the, pro- yeah. but you out there all the time. You constantly moving. You constantly pitching. And then the nigga that you know got two pounds in and then pushed those off. He's making money. He's getting $5,000. He only did something one day. Yeah, yeah. So the drug hierarchy is uh, very interesting, but uh, we're going to break, come back at you. A little bonus content.